Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Oh, and and a lot of uh, record players in the 1980s had that red light on the side of the table, and you could tell you were perfectly in time when the little dot in the middle wasn't moving. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns, and I'd just like to thank you so much, Tammy Burns. Thank you. Uh, you last week you were sick, and I felt great. We have swapped places. We live in a Petri dish, this house. A Petri dish that comes home from school with these kids. It's children. Oh, I am living on NyQuil. Ooh. Yeah. How so does I, that feel? I don't know. It's the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, how did I wake up on the hood of my car uh, <laughs> medicine. But anyway, I'm Joe Burns. You are. Oh, Tammy Burns. And by the way, we have a new affiliate that's going to come aboard, and it's a very special affiliate to me, but it won't be for two or three weeks. They have have a June 9th start date. Why? But I don't know. They're moving equipment. And they oh, don't want to get into that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. And we'll we'll talk about that when it comes up. But I mean, when did we you and me stop listening to records? When did we get rid of our record um, collection? Probably. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My senior year was probably the, about the end for senior me. Senior year of college? Mm. High school? You know what? Probably, uh, let's say, senior, uh, uh-huh. junior year in college, I think. You think junior, so? That's yeah. when it came mm-hmm. to an end? Yep. I might have had them a little bit later, but again, I got rid of them as well when CDs came out. And, of course, that's how the music was going to be. Well, there's this guy named Gunter Loibel, and I am pronouncing that correctly because I saw an interview with him on YouTube, and the guy looked at him and said, so it's Gunter Loibel? And he said, yeah. Close enough. There you go. Gunter. Gunter received $48 million. I'm sorry, I'm wrong about that. $4.8 million in a grant from Austria to create this new company called Rebeat Innovation. Okay? Right. Going to be something with audio. And this guy's super smart. I mean, he's, uh, he's a good guy. He knows audio. Here's what he's proposing. HD Vinyl. HD vinyl. HD vinyl. Okay, now those of you who out there uh, who are out there that know everything about uh, audio, video, that kind of thing, you immediately cocked your head sideways and went, uh, "Audio can't be HD because HD stands for high definition." And by the way, in the next break, I'm going to explain all that HD you stuff. You got some explaining to do. Exactly Mr. that. Uh, HDVinyl.org is where you'll find it. And he's making a lot of special claims about what this HD vinyl will do. It will better the process. It will better the world. It's better for the environment. Blah, blah, blah. Which comes down to the simple question. Let's say it is everything that he says it is. Does anybody want this? 
And, and I ask that I in all honesty. Does anybody want this? How about you in the audience? Do you want this? Do you want HD vinyl lying around the house? And if it's just HD, why don't you just listen to a compact disc? You know what I mean? I do. See? All right. Let's play some music. We'll come back. We'll talk about is it. We'll it tell you how it's done. Is it going to be in HD? This, this show is in HD. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about what that means as well. We got to talk about uh, vinyl records. So what I did is I ran to the billboard charts of records, and I decided to grab a few that are on the, uh, the charts right now. How about Jack White? He's got one called uh, Boarding House Reach. Here's Over and Over and Over on Rock School. about HD Vinyl today, and once again, if you'd like to read more about it, hdvinyl.org will tell you everything you need to know. Gunter Loibel uh, from Rebeat Audio expects this is going to be the next big thing, and he's pitching the heck out of it, so let's talk about it. Let's okay. see all these things. Okay, HD. HD stands for high definition, and right. somebody, when I was talking to about that, said, you know, well, no, it also means hard drive. No, uh, HDD actually means hard drive. That's the one you're interested in. But HD is the idea of high definition, but it's a product name. It is only that. When high definition was used, and I'll bet you think of televisions immediately. I am. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. it was used, it was a product name. It was a selling point. It's like saying this car is super duper. I mean, super duper doesn't mean anything. Well, you, you, you can't understand super duper until you hear it next to something that's not as super duper, right? I guess, and I, re- I remember the first time I saw HD television. We were at one of these. Best Buy. You know, one of the, well, I don't think it was a Best Buy either. The first time I saw it was when we made a trip out to uh, Las Vegas to the NAB and oh, such. Oh, okay. There gotcha. was this tent that they uh, set up to make it just black as they could inside. Right. And I remember looking at the screen and going, that is amazing. That's amazing, huh? However, HD never set itself to one thing. It simply meant more lines of resolution than previous televisions. I mean, 720 lines of uh, resolution could be called HD. 1600 could be called. Uh, 1080 DPI could be called HD. This new 4K television that we got. That's HD. Uh-huh. I don't know. Is that HHD? Higher oh, good, high man. definition? It's beautiful, but it doesn't mean a specific thing. Now, those of you, again, who are in the audio know are going to say, now, wait a minute, Joe, there is something that's called HD audio. Yes, you're right. However, HD audio is, again, a marketing term. What it means is any digital sampling rate that's higher than 16-bit or 44-100 samples. Those are the two standards for compact discs. So if you get a song and it is in 96K, which means instead of sampling at 44,100, it samples at 96,000, you have HD audio. Can you hear the difference? I don't know. Maybe if you're on a fantastic system and you're lying, you very well could hear the difference. So HD at all points in time 
is just marketing. It doesn't mean a specific thing. So what's Gunter doing then? When you listen to what this supposedly will do, HD simply means better sound, and we're going to talk about the parameters, better sound than current vinyl, which is, again, I ask, does anybody want it? Because vinyl people really listen to vinyl because vinyl sounds like this. Is the HD going, will it be on a piece of vinyl? Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. You it's, know what I'm thinking now. It's it's wonderfully Laser innovative. Laser disc. Laser disc? Yeah. yeah that's, that's not it. That's not the way a record works. It has a needle that goes know, down into a group. I know. We're going to talk about it here in a minute, how it works. But we got to play something else. Prince obviously passed away. So when you look at the list of records when I put this show together, Baby I'm a Star, the Purple Rain soundtrack was there. And it sounds like this on Rock School. out of prints. Okay, HD vinyl. Yep. What makes it HD? Here is about, and we're going to get into the manufacturing process in a moment, but here is about as specifically as I can do it in about three minutes, what makes it HD? Okay. The way a vinyl record works, obviously, there are a series of grooves. That old dumb joke, how many grooves are on one side of a 45? Well, the answer is one. It starts way at the out and goes <laughs> all the way to the inside. And it's, it, again, it's dumb. But... When you put that needle down, uh-huh. that needle sits inside of a groove. And that groove, once you magnify it, and it's it's a little more than this, and I know someone's going to go, Arr, but I'll it's, keep it simple. Yeah, it's a little more than this. But it's the idea of that groove is an analog representation of the sound wave, technically the sound envelope. Okay. And by moving the needle around, what it's doing is the needle sits on this, this teeter-totter, if you will, called a cantilever. Which is between two magnets. Okay. And as it moves and bounces, it creates this pulse of electricity, which is then turned into an audio signal. Now, look. Cool, Those of you man. who are out there, I know. I get it. That's the Fisher-Price version. But that's the basic concept. The thing is, over time, needles wear. Needles don't always fit correctly. Needles, even they're brand new, they don't always fit correctly in the grooves. Right. Uh, right? So right. they back and forth, that and kind of thing. And if you have the wrong person putting the record on. Uh, you can break them pretty easily. Well, you can you can push the needle down too hard. Yeah, you can cue be, burn it. You've got to be uh, gentle. Right. You can cue burn it. I oh, had a, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Really? What we used to, in radio when I played records, you would have the record play forward until the sound bang starts. Ah, and then pull it back? Right, and then you'd grab it and pull it back a quarter turn, engage the machine, and then when you wanted it to go, you flicked the switch and bang, and a quarter turn, it came up to speed. 
if he didn't get it back a quarter turn, it wowed. But that movement of the record right, back and forth right. would burn. It would cut further into the oh yeah, thing, and we called that cue burn. And it would go. And oh the, yeah, okay. The moment that happened, you had to throw it away and, and go get another one, which is really cool. But the the HD vinyl thing, the grooves yes. instead of being lathe cut okay which is what they are right now a needle goes in and cuts yes instead of being lathe cut they are going to be cut with lasers okay and furthermore that makes sense by being able to cut them with lasers and we're going to talk about in a second how that's going to happen but by cutting it with lasers what they're going to be able to do is standardize the width of the groove the depth of the groove and by doing that, then a needle can be manufactured that fits perfectly in that groove. And by the additional contact, the 100% contact in the groove, it is said you can receive up to 30% more fidelity out of the record. Boom. 30% more. Fidelity. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't, I don't know what that fidelity is. If you're listening to low notes, it's going to probably give you more overtones. If you're listening to high notes, it's probably going to be a little more shrieky, if you will. But it's going to give you 30% more dynamic range, if you will. Is, is 30 good? That's my question. Do you want this? I don't know if I do or not. I don't know if anybody will. Hmm, he says. Got to play a song, so let's go ahead and play a song. Where's my sheet of paper? Here you go. Uh, Nancy Musgraves, uh, Golden Hour is the name of the album. It was on the chart. Here's something called Slow Burn on Rock School. Born in a hurry, always late. Haven't been early since 88. Texas is hot. I can be cold. first break i said to you off air before we started a first or second break i said to you think about the things that immediately jump in your mind that seem to be the downsides of this because that's what i did when i heard of it i kind of chuckled and i thought this guy's going to take all 4.8 million dollars and off to aruba but yes indeed what he pitches oh it sounds good so what is the the big thing that you look at and go, okay, I see the problem uh, well, right here? Well, I, I just don't understand how it can sound better than what I'm listening to now. I think that's a fair statement. I, I understand what people are going to do. He just told you. 
I get it. But I get 30% better than the regular LP, correct? But I don't, I don't think anybody wants that. I don't We're want li- that. I made a million percent better than what my records sounded like to but, me. But see, you listen to your music out of a phone, yeah. through a wire, stuck into your car's speakers. Yes. And you also stick that in Taurus earbuds. Taurus jams, it man. Does, I don't doubt it does, Taurus. Perfect drug seller car. Perfect pharmaceutical <laughs> rep car. Love it. But the, the thing is, we have, in my mind, devolved. We're listening to MP3s. Yeah. We're listening to one eleventh of what the entire sound envelope should be. Right. So this, to me, is a niche market. But to those who are in the market... Do they want this? Is it just for somebody who wants something new? Is that where we are? Could be. Do it's... I am I going to have to repurchase all of my music again? No. And you know no. what? No, 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 no. Listen, I swore uh-huh. after getting rid of all those CDs we're not that doing I was it again. never doing that yeah. again. Well, we're not never. we're not vinyl people. We don't. I mean, we don't do vinyl things. But according to this this group that's going to make HD vinyl, it will be backwardsly compatible. You can play it on a current machine it's just that a you current won't, machine it's just that you won't get the current or you won't get the hd oh. feel out of it you're gonna have to buy a machine and welcome, by the way welcome to 4k tv it's only <laughs> as good as the 4k picture that's on it right if it's right. not coming in 4k it's not 4k it's not 4k and i gotta tell you what i same as mp3 what have you if i sat down five people and i said i'm going to show you two things one's in 4k One's in regular HD, okay? If I didn't say anything, I might get some answers, but that new thing that's out there, Yanni or... I come up with it. It's Yanni or Laurel uh-huh. that's out there. The only reason somebody says Yanni or Laurel is because you primed them. Oh, you said, really? hey, does it say Yanni or Laurel? So in their brain, they're going, I got to hear Yanni or Laurel. It's called priming. Oh. If I didn't tell you what to listen to, you wouldn't get it. Same thing with a 4K TV. I just wonder if I played, you know, for 10 people, would I get a majority realizing that's 4K or have we just gotten to a point where it all looks good? See what I'm getting at? I see. Who is listening to us on the Rock School Radio Show? That is going to be KSKQ in Ashland, Oregon. Fantastic. Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show or we'll cry. Like us. You really like us. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break. All right, let's talk about this. If you get this HD, it's HD vinyl, so it's a record. Right. Okay. What am I playing it on? Well, you're playing it on a record player, and no, so they I'm, say. It's not a record player. I'm it, having to okay. buy a new record player, right? Yes. If you want the HD record player, it's between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars, <gasps> and should be available next summer. For real. For real. 
Now, I, I get it. You can buy an $80 turntable if you want. I mean, they sell them at Target. I bought one at Cracker Barrel for 25 yeah, It wasn't as good as the $80 one. But if you make a record, a regular record, what happens is the masters of the music is sent to this company that literally lathes, cuts it into a lacquer disc. Okay. And then that gets all kinds of stuff electroplated to it, nickel, basically, with all this toxic chemical and stuff like that tear that away you now have the father disc the father disc makes all the mother discs and the mother discs are what are used to press it down that's a lot of steps that's a ton of steps that's a ton of steps now let's talk hd vinyl what happens the music is fed into a cad software system where it's converted into a 3d map of bumps and grooves that data is then etched into a ceramic pressing plate using a laser and because it's laser cut they say this is the again a selling point they say that you can get 30 percent more music on one side of a record or up to about six minutes taking the idea that each side of a record has 22 so much more green for the environment more music more fidelity this thing is fantastic except does anybody want it? I don't know. That's the question. I don't know. That's How are you going to sell this to me? I have no idea. You're not doing a good job. Back to the record chart from the album Expectations. Uh, Haley, no idea what the last name is, but I really like the uh, like the song. It's called Sleepover here on Rock School. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I'm just feeling low, feeling low. Even when you're next to me, it's not the way I'm picturing I'm just feeling low, feeling low You wanna be friends forever, I can let That sleepover by Haley Kyoko. Nice. It's always better not to mispronounce a person's name, but rather wait till the song's over and then come back and get it right. There you go. When I had first moved down here, there's a guy that plays you know, sort of New Orleans music. Mm-hmm. His name's Tab Benoit. I referred to him as Tad Benoit. <laughs> I really should have been drummed out of the area oh, for they doing tried. that. They tried to kick you out. I'm Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Okay, these are the rock and roll dates for seven days and 70 seconds. May 21 all the way through May 27. You got Monday. Go. May 21st, 1979, Elton John becomes the first Western act to tour the USSR when he plays the first of eight concerts at a show in Leningrad. So that was his first time? No. So, yeah, so he wasn't back in the USSR. Oh, back again, back again. Back in the USSR. May 22nd, 1971, the Rolling Stones' Sticky Fingers album with a working zipper on the cover comes out. May 23rd, 1979, the third Barry Manilow special airs on ABC. I love him. Uh, May 24th, 2050 Cent is shot nine times while sitting in the backseat of a parked car. May 25th, 1991, Billboard magazine starts using sound-scanned count cells at point of sale and the world learns all about Garth Brooks. By the way, do you, I mean, you said it nicely, but do you know what sound scan counting point of sale is? No. It's that little red thing that you push across, you push whatever it is across, and it goes boop. Really? What sound scan, the people who sort of collect sales information, what they were doing is taking the people's word for it. 
And, you know, we're, we're a rock shop. We're not going to tell you about the country songs or anything like that. So all of a sudden, Garth Brooks goes kaboom because no one was reporting him, even though he was really? selling a jillion albums. Really? That's a really? Uh, May 26, 1994, Michael Jackson marries Lisa Marie Presley in the Dominican Republic. By the way, they divorced 20 months later. May 27, 1964, 11 schoolboys are suspended from a grammar school in Coventry, England because they had Mick Jagger style haircuts. Ooh, Bad kids. Nasty. There you go. Now, we just talked a moment ago about the production process of these things, how they're actually made. Mm-hmm. Critics of this, because, I mean, when you look at it, it's a great pitch. It really is. It hits all the right buttons. And if it's something you want, it seems like, yeah. Maybe there, huh? Right. Here's one thing I found with uh, a critic. The idea of laving uh, into, uh, uh, I guess, uh, acetate that we okay. do now, yeah. that laving, even though it's bad for the environment and all of that, there is a microscope pointed at it. And the person who's doing the lathing is looking at it. There's also a computer making sure that it's being cut correctly. That's called the inspection of the record. And that inspection is not in HD vinyl. Why? And the concern, they just don't have it yet. There's no way to do it. I mean, to inspect it as it's being laser cut, they'd have to make a point of inspecting it afterwards. And the the purpose is to make sure that everything's deep enough, that there's no breaks in the walls, so there's no skips, the needle won't pop out. So we're not real sure that we're going to be getting... What we're paying for? That's the concern that somebody's brought up. Let's say this comes out, mm-hmm. and we're all like, this is fantastic, but the needle starts jumping. Or it starts playing poorly because they didn't have that inspection. A ton of records, when you make records, a ton of the records are just discarded. Wasted. Right, yep. because they weren't done correctly. Exactly. Specifically, one, because you didn't put the hole right in oh, the middle. Oh, yeah. So it spins at this weird angle. So. <laughs> All right, let's play a song, Come and Get You Love by Redbone. Why? Guardians of the Galaxy. That's still on the chart? Is it really? Oh, here on Rock School. Second break. Hey, here's a question for you. You obviously have heard that records spin at 78, 33 and a third, and 45, right? Right. Could they spin faster or slower? Yeah, sure. As a matter of fact, I don't remember what 33 and a third is, 16 and something. Old record players used to have that. Yeah. And for guitarists, And there it was, was a little wonderful. button on the side that yeah. you would move back and forth. Yeah. Oh, and, and a lot of uh, record players in the 1980s had that red light on the side of the yes. table. And you could tell you were perfectly in time when the little dot in the middle wasn't moving. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Lovely. But the, the fact that you could crank it down to half of 33 mm-hmm. and a third, yeah. that was great for guitarists because what it did is it slowed down the guitar parts and dropped them one octave. So it was easier for us to figure out guitar pieces. Yeah, thank you. All right. 78. Why did the silly thing spin at 78? 
Well, there's a lot of theories to it, but here, in my mind, is the most... Theoryist. Theoryist theory. Edison's original crank machine... Right. ...would run to a certain point at a certain speed, and then once the crank, the, the, the spring that you tightened, got a little looser, it would slow, but when they looked at it, it was somewhere around 80 to 85 rotations, okay? Depending on how hard you cranked it and such, but somewhere around 80, 85. When a machine was attached to it, Edison put in a 3,600 RPM motor, which spun the record somewhere around 80. Also, when other people got a hold of it, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Experiments were done, blah, blah, blah. And 78 seemed to be the perfect speed for the material they had at the time. And if you want to be very specific, the speed speed should be 78.26. So that's where that came from. Okay. Based on what was done to begin with. 33 and a third. Why? Well, here's where it gets murky. (laughs) 33 and a third was created by RCA. It could have been because a 33 and a third allowed for a certain amount of content, which was equal to a certain number of film because the original talkies, think jazz singer, those were not sound on film. You received a record and the guy who was, or the woman who was running the projector looked for something on the screen and then turned on the record and had to synchronize it. Yes, they did. Yeah, it took a human being. Exactly. So when you hear that the first talkie is the jazz singer, well, number one, it isn't. It isn't even close. Don't get me started on that. But it's the first popular one. It was really a silent film that they had a record attached to. Okay, Okay, so what was the first one? That could be, well, long time ago and probably it was from Movie Tone News. But back to this. Could it have been because of film? Sure. Could it have been because RCA had a plethora of these little electronic motors that spun the record at 33 and a third? (laughs) Could that be it? Maybe. I've also read that the speed was because that would make the amount of content that could be put onto the record equal to a reel of tape. Oh, okay, which one do you like? Sense. There's three of them. Which I like one the do you last like? One. You like the last one? Yeah. I like the fact that there's a bunch of little motors lying around. And, Bob, we got to get rid of these silly yeah, little motors right? here. Let's turn them into records, uh, if you would. Okay, who's listening to us here Ooh, on the show? You caught me off guard. I'm hang sorry. on, hang on. It's that the would, second one. Hmm, W-O-U-B, Athens, Ohio. Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. All right, we've talked about 78. We've talked about 33 and a third. What about 45? It was originally... My favorite. I, that's what I love, too. I really did. Uh, there was a Ben Franklin, yeah. if anybody remembers the Ben Franklin Five and Dimes. And they had walls of these records. I mean, and taller than we could reach. candy in the world. Yeah, the little red cinnamon bears. <gasps> oh, those were good. But what they would do is have something like uh, special weekends, 15 for $5. No. Oh, man. TGNY did not do that. <laughs> it was like two for a two for a dollar oh, no, is no, it, as good as they got. They wouldn't do it all the time, but they'd have the special weekend. My assumption is they had to bring well, in new get, records. They had to get rid of the ones they had. And so basically, oh they my said, gosh, do you remember going and looking at the wall? Oh, it was huge. I it was remember huge. That. And the thing that is really the collector's item today uh-huh. is not the record. Yeah, it's the paper that it came in. 
because I know a lot of them came in just a white sleeve. Yeah. But it was the ones that had the pretty pictures. It's that paper. It's those pretty pictures. That's what people well, want. Well, that's what I threw away a I lot know. of the time, huh? Which is probably why they became the thing. Now, 45s, okay? 17.5 uh-huh. centimeters in diameter. It debuts in 1949. And, of course, RCA claims that they did statistical research that states this is the perfect speed for a vinyl record. Okay, fine. Maybe they did. But I'll bet you didn't know this. A lot of people are of the opinion that vinyl is black. It's not. Is it red? It's clear. Clear. It is clear. Vinyl's only black because we made it black. Okay? When RCA first came out with 45s, they were color-coded. If you want to know, black vinyl was popular songs, which is probably why black was chosen afterwards. Red was classical. Midnight Blue was popular classical. Uh, I guess the other stuff is not popular classical. (laughs) Yellow was children's music. Green was country and western. Cerise? C-E-R-I-S-E? It's kind of an orange by the way, was Rhythm and Blues, and international release was Sky Blue, to which you say, why didn't they make Rhythm and Blues blue? It's a show in itself, but the term had not been created yet, so the color was not associated with it. Gotcha. All right, got to play a song. Once again, looking at the vinyl chart from Billboard, from the album No Mercy in This Land, Ben Harper and Charlie Musselwhite. It's called Bad Habits on Rock School. I got a bad habit Slowly sinking in I got a bad habit now Slowly sinking in Got me hearing voices Seeing through my skin, match that just won't spark. The only line, only line. Coming into the last break, once again, we're talking about HD vinyl today. You can learn all about it at hdvinyl.org. It's coming from an Austria-based startup called Rebeat Innovation. The guy who's in charge of it is Gunter Loibel and apparently received a $4.8 million funding grant. Oh my gosh, go I, Gunter. I assume from the government of Austria. And you know what? Yes. He should take a little bit for a paycheck, oh, don't you think? I'll bet he does, but it seems to me that if you scream and yell and get this funding, I get the feeling the government's going to come around every so often, men in suits with their hands behind oh, their yeah. back. So, Gunter? Gunter, buddy. What do you got for us? uh, What do you got for us, pal? Yeah, so hopefully he'll... It would be nice if this thing hit, because not only better fidelity... So he says, not only better fidelity, not only more music per side, but because of the change in the manufacturing process, Gunter suggests in the American market, he can get records down to $5 a pop. How's he going to get them to us? I'm sure he's going to distribute them in the same Where? way How? any other. Amazon? Pick it. Yeah, Amazon. It, it wouldn't surprise me if this thing started to take off, if it became its own section, once again, in Best Buy, 
in Target. No. But that's tar- the question. No, Target's already said, Walmart has already said. I get it. That they're not going to have I get it. CDs and things like that I anymore. get it, and I agree with you completely. But if this thing takes off... They're, they're going to change their mind. Well, of course. If people are buying this stuff like crazy, the people at Target are not going to cross their arms and go, well, we're not selling that. Are you going to buy it? No. No, I'm sorry. I'm not a vinyl person. Here, here's the thing about vinyl, and it's this is the glorious thing, and I mean this wholeheartedly. People who are into vinyl, I, I'm not. I, I kind of envy them because when you decide to listen to a record, yeah. you make a conscious decision. Yes. I am going to, you got to take it out, put it on the turntable, turn it on, and then you listen to it. Right, the whole album. Well, or at least parts of it. And there's something to that that's wonderful. Yeah. You give the music the attention it deserves. That's not me. I kind of want it right now. And that's really crappy and I know it and blah. Will this sell to regular record people? I, I assume some of them will, but I also believe part of this vinyl resurgence is not just that the music is wonderful, it's the fact that you're collecting these neato mosquito things. Hey, I love it. Yeah? You know, I, I really, I think the idea is very romantic because we need places to spend our money that's in a good spot, right? I, I agree. And it would be nice if we could... Another thing Gunther says is the companies that actually manufacture records can retrofit their machinery very quickly to make with these ceramic discs. They don't even have to change and the uh, it, change the equipment. Well, here's the other thing. Can you do it so it's not going to cost 40 bucks an uh, you know an album? Gunter says 5. What? In the American market. I said that at the beginning of this break. Where were you? I was there. $5. He thinks he can get it down to 5 bucks. Imagine I don't if, buy that. Imagine if they start doing singles. Maybe the 99 cent single was back. But here's the question. I need a good B-side on that. You won't spend a dollar and 20-something on iTunes. What makes you think you're going to spend a dollar for a piece of vinyl? I don't know. And My spending habits have changed, dude. And as I've said a bunch of times, if, if vinyl people like what vinyl sounds like. Yeah. If they want higher definition vinyl, why don't you just listen to a CD? I don't know. Blasphemy, apparently. Got to take a... Actually, got to play one more song, and then we're done. The Voids are on the charts. Virtue's the name of the album. Pyramid of Bones is what we're going to play. And that wraps it up. I'm Joe Burns. You are... I am Tammy Burns. HD Vinyl should be out by next summer. See if anybody wants it or not. That's it. Class is dismissed.